What is up squad? Welcome back to the Love Your Body podcast. It's your host Avery here and on today's episode we are going to be chatting all about language and how we speak with ourselves. I feel like this month I've really been talking a lot about mindset on the podcast. Like the past couple episodes have all been about, you know, meditation and gratitude and mindset tactics and I really wasn't planning on this by any means. I actually had different podcast episodes planned out already for the rest of this month, but I really for some reason feel called to keep talking about this subject. I want to keep the trend going and maybe some of you really need to hear this. Maybe you need to hear these things right now because I'm feeling very pulled to continue talking about mindset and I feel like it really makes sense during this time with all the holiday hecticness. There's a lot of overwhelm with the year ending and a new year starting. So I really just want this platform this month to be an opportunity for you to clear your mind, maybe call yourself out a little bit and really get grounded on the things that matter and the things that really mean most to you because it's really easy, you know, at this time of the year to reflect as the year's ending and a new year will be beginning and we feel like, hey, like we kind of missed the mark. Or maybe you didn't reach all the goals that you wanted to reach. Or you feel like you could have done better. But instead of focusing on some of those things, maybe yes, we need to call out the truth and figure out how to be better next year. But a lot of times, you know, it's just overwhelming. We beat ourselves up. Why don't we focus on something different? Why don't we challenge ourselves to focus on things in a different way? You know, maybe interfere with gratitude here like we talked about last episode. Being grateful for the things that we have accomplished and we have done and what is remaining of the rest of this year. But again, I want to talk about some of these mindset tactics that we can continue to build on because I truly think that this is a perfect time to focus on mindset. And I'll kind of talk more about why sort of near the end of this episode. But really today, I want to talk about the power of our words. Most of us go around day to day and we think very little about what we're saying. It kind of becomes autopilot, right? We've been speaking our entire lives. We have learned language through other people. So really, because we've been talking our entire lives, a lot of times what we say isn't very mindful. We don't mindfully say things because a lot of times we've just been doing this for so long. We know how we communicate and how we communicate, especially with those closest to us, right? It's pretty comfortable. So talking can be easy, especially when you're comfortable with other people, right? And a lot of times we just talk to talk or sometimes we say things we don't mean or you know, things can kind of come out because we're not super mindful all the time. Also, on top of this, like I said, we've learned language through other people, mostly through our parents. They literally taught us how to speak, right? Like if you've had children, you've been through on the other side of this, you know, teaching babies to say their first words and helping them learn in school. Obviously, they learn words and language through school and other influences as well, as well. But, you know, a lot of it does come through our parents or grandparents or the people that are closest to us. And as we develop, not only in our teenage years and as we grow into young adults, but even in our adult lives, our brains are very plastic. So they're very open to change, like I talked about last week, which is awesome and a really great thing. So just because we've already learned language or maybe we've learned a way of communicating, maybe let's say, you know, our mother just isn't a great communicator. She takes everything personally and she gets really frustrated. And sometimes you notice those traits in yourself and you've kind of picked up on that. And a lot of times we think, oh, that's just the way she is, or that's just the way I am. But some really great news is everyone can change. And the influence of those around us really, truly does matter. We actually talked about this at um, 
last weekend I was in Arizona for a mentorship retreat and there were quite a few speakers just talk about different things about, you know, the coaching business, you know, coaching itself, but also the health side of things. And one of the speakers was talking about mirror neurons. And I think this is a perfect time to bring it up, but we actually have neurons in our brain that are called mirror neurons. And so when we hang out with somebody for quite a bit of time, we're going to start picking up on their mannerisms, maybe the way that they speak, the way that they hold themselves, the way that they carry themselves, right? They have these different energies that we can pick up from people. So if we're around negative people a lot, we're very likely to be impacted by that and maybe start being a little bit more negative. If we're around high energy people that feed into us and make us feel happy and good, we're going to leave their presence feeling really, really energetic, energized, and maybe fulfilled. So again, we have the science that proves that we have these mirror neurons and on top of, you know, other things and other factors at play. So really, truly, who is in our circle matters. So I just want to start there. Maybe start thinking of who the top five closest people are to you. How do they speak? How do they show up in life? What is their mindset like? And in comparison to yours, where are you? Have you noticed as your mindset changes, maybe you lose some friends and you gain different friends? Have you noticed that, you know, because you've been surrounded by these certain people that you maybe think this certain way, right? And then be open to the possibility of change and be excited for change because we can all grow in this area no matter how fine-tuned we think we are in our language with ourselves or our energy or how we show up in life, we can always do better. Anyway, when we're talking about this, the power of our words and language, something I didn't realize that would be such a huge part of my job as being a women's gut and hormone coach is actually catching my client's language, right? I think when I got into this job, you think of the overarching picture. And I think a lot of people that aren't in our program think of like the overarching picture too. It's like, oh, gut healing and hormone health, cool. Just like some nutrition and workouts and all that stuff. But what we don't realize is that we're working with real people. We're working with real people and things aren't as easy as they seem on paper. It's not as basic as they seem on paper, right? We're working with a lot of women that come from different backgrounds. They have different families. They have different lifestyles. They have learned many different things to make them the people that they are today. And so we have to take all these factors into consideration. So one of these factors is catching my client's language and the way that they speak and the way that they show up, the way that they talk about themselves, other people, their goals, all of those kinds of things. Like I said before, most of us are on autopilot and we really don't even realize the power that we hold with our words. So the reason I bring that up and the reason that I even got the idea for this episode is because I had an instance literally this week when I was responding to my client's progress assessments, three clients used very similar language, almost the exact same thing in one of their progress assessment responses this week and that language and response was used in the same exact question for three different people. And this has not happened to me before. So I was like, well, this seems important. I'm gonna pay attention to this. And it kind of got me thinking about the topic for this week's episode. And that's why we're talking about language here because I think it's an important thing to talk about and maybe somebody out there needs to listen and, and hear this too. So just to give you some quick background on our progress assessments, my clients fill this out every single week and it's going to ask questions about their stress, you know, their relationship with food, how their sleep is, how their bowel movements are, all of the things, making sure we're checking the basics holistically, a lot of mindset questions as well. But one of the most basic questions we have in there, which is kind of ironic, right? Because it's not a very thoughtful question. And maybe this is a great example as to how we can be on autopilot. The question they were answering was, how many ounces of water on average have you had this week on a daily basis? 
And so again, that's one of those questions we don't really have to think about. We just kind of put an answer and move on. Three of my current clients answered this question almost exactly the same way. And it was something along the lines of, I drank X amount, I want to drink more, or I'm hoping to drink more. It was either those two words, I want to drink more, or I'm hoping to drink more. And I called all of them out (laughs) and I challenged them to catch this language and be more aware of this language because we're human and I've caught myself doing this so many times. And it's really, really easy to say, oh, I want to start doing this. Or a lot of times what I say is like, oh, I need to start doing this, right? Like I need to, for example, start going to the gym. Let's say we're at that partner. I need to start going to the gym. Or you know what? I really need to clean out all the cabinets today and organize my home from A to Z alphabetically, all the things, right? Or I really, you know, I for this example, right? I want to drink more water. What does that mean? You want to. Cool. Cool. Of course, everybody wants to do something better, right? We all want to do something better in some capacity. We all want better for ourselves. But wanting isn't really doing anything for us, right? It's not actually taking action. So the first part of this, when we say to ourselves that we want to do something or we feel like we need to do something or we hope to do something, the first thing that we should ask ourselves, because again, we're on autopilot, we're just talking out of our heads for the most part, is evaluate what we just said. Okay, do I actually want to do this? Do I actually need to do this? Or is this just something that I feel like maybe I should be doing right now from the pressure of other people? Or just because I'm on autopilot and I just said that and I really don't think that I need to or want to at this moment, right? So let's say that we are just getting started in our journey and we see these other people using things like castor oil packs and mouth tape and eye masks and all these things and we think, oh, I really need to start doing that. But we haven't even started walking yet. We haven't even started working out yet. We haven't even started addressing our nutrition yet. So if those thoughts are coming up, maybe that's not something we need to focus on right now. Maybe that's something that we can wait on until later because it's just not actually important. Or maybe we have these ideas like, oh, I think I should, I really need to start cutting out my carbs. When we probably know that's not the case and not the reason why we're stuck and maybe not the answer, especially with the things that we've been learning. And so that's not a helpful thought. So again, kind of organizing those thoughts. And then let's say something really is helpful. So for these clients, they were right. They need to be drinking more water than they drank and showed up with this week, right? So they they were not drinking enough water. So I agree. I definitely want them to be drinking more. But for them to say, "I, I want to drink more, that's just not helpful. So this is how I challenge them to assess that question. So obviously they assessed, is this actually something I need or want to do? Yes. The answer was yes. And so from there, we're going to challenge ourselves and we're going to reframe that language. Okay, cool. I want to start drinking more water. Actually, I'm going to. I'm just going to start drinking more water. I'm going to show up and I'm going to do it. And here's how. Let's say they wanted to start drinking 120 ounces of water. I'm just giving kind of a larger goal here. Let's say that they wanted to work their way up to that. They were already pretty close. They were at about like 90 ounces. So not too much more to go. Something they could do is, all right, I'm going to drink two 64 ounce water bottles throughout the day. That is how I'm going to reach my goal. So yes, I am going to start drinking more water and I'm going to do it by filling up two 64 ounce water bottles and making sure I drink both of those daily and making sure that's like my minimum, my non-negotiable and I'm going to continue being consistent on that each week, right? And so now we've taken this mindless thought, this thought that doesn't mean anything to us because it's really easy to say, hey, I only drank 90 ounces of water this week. I do want to drink more. And then we move on and we forget about it because we're not actually putting any thought to it. It was a mindless thought. We were on autopilot. And so this is where I really challenge you. And this is specifically about goals, right? And this is a good time to talk about it because we've got the new year coming up. 
start addressing those autopilot responses or those things that we feel like we need to be doing or should be doing. See if they're actually meaningful. Are they actually going to help you? Is this something that you actually need to focus on right now? A lot of times the answer is no, but if it is, okay, cool. Now, let me catch myself because I'm not a person that just wants to do things or hopes to do things. I'm a person that makes things happen. I make it happen. So if I want to truly want to drink more water, you best bet I'm going to show up and I'm going to drink more water because I know I need to. It's going to make me feel better. It's going to keep me hydrated. It's going to help flush out toxins in my body. So yes, I'm going to do it because I need to and I want to, right? And this is exactly how I'm going to do it. So that is a great way and a great place to start, I feel, especially with some of these goals that are going to be coming around. And as women, I just feel like we've got a lot of pressure on us. You know, we've got a lot of pressure on us to show up certain ways, to do certain things and feel certain ways. And so I don't know about you, but man, I pretty much used to, especially on a daily basis, say, I need to start doing this. I want to start doing this. I hope I start doing this, right? And started coming up with some of these things where I feel like maybe I was lacking because there is so much pressure to be better. And of course, we're human. So naturally, we want to grow. And as soon as I started catching myself and catching that language, I started filtering out so much bullshit and actually calling out what was important and then decided that I was a person that actually takes action and I'm going to show up that way and I'm going to do it and here's how. So that's one thing that I want to chat about as far as our language when we're using this to set goals. Like I said, I feel like as the new year comes around, this is going to be a great opportunity to start checking our language. And like I said, you know, some things just are not important or are not helpful. So start assessing what actually is, especially as you are going to be goal setting or brainstorming some ways to set some new goals for the upcoming year. So that's the first part of that. That's one way we can use catching our language to improve ourselves. And there are very many opportunities to assess and correct our language, right? There are so many things we say and think throughout the day that we just are on autopilot with that we don't even know has such an impact on how we show up and how we view ourselves and other people. We could talk about so many different areas and I feel like, you know, it can also differ for people because some people struggle with one thing while others struggle with another. So it just kind of depends and a lot of this can be self-explored through self-awareness and something that you're going to build on. But I want to talk about another common scenario that I see among women especially and it's another kind of simple place to start because this is a little bit easier to call out because I think most of us are pretty aware of this and this is negative self-talk, right? We each have insecurities. We've got our own vices, whether we think, you know, we're not enough, we're not doing enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not thin enough, we're not feminine enough, we're not kind enough, we're not loving enough, like whatever it is, if we feel like we need to be showing up as more we tend to beat ourselves up over something, you know, whatever that be. So if I didn't list something that you resonate with, think of something right now that you maybe call an insecurity, maybe something that you often say to yourself, maybe it's a phrase that you say to yourself, or if you have a hard time accepting compliments, or if you just feel like you're incapable of something and you kind of talk down on yourself, think of an opportunity where maybe you could change this or just something that you know you do often or you often struggle with because I can guarantee you that if you're listening to this right now, there is something you can pull out. Again, we're human. We talked about the negativity bias last week and we're also women and we've got different pressures on us and I feel like we feel like we need to show up in so many different ways. So there is definitely something that you can call out here. And often as women, you know, we tend to doubt our capabilities or a really big one. We get stuck in the loop of comparison. And I know most of you out there listening can resonate with this one pretty heavy, right? Let me tell you something. 
The day I decided to stop giving so much weight to what other people are doing or what other people look like, I became free and felt 1,000 times happier. At this current point in my life, I do not give two shits what someone else looks like in comparison to me on a daily basis. Yes, I still struggle with comparison at times, but I've worked extremely hard on myself. I have built up a relationship with myself. I have done the deep work to understand who I am, and I can say to you with confidence on this microphone right now, through this podcast, whether you're listening through your car and headphones, wherever you are, there is nobody else I would truly rather be. And I say that with confidence and truth. This all started with my words. As soon as I decided to stop comparing myself to somebody else, speaking better about myself became easier. And vice versa. As soon as I started speaking better about myself, comparing myself to other people became easier. Start digging in, understanding who you are. Start speaking highly of yourself because first of all, you're freaking amazing. You are amazing. You're awesome. And if you like to be saying this about yourself, you're a bad bitch, you know, I, not everybody likes that, but you are, you are. Start speaking goodness to yourself because you are awesome. You are amazing. You are wonderful. You are unique. You are one of a kind and you have so many beautiful traits that make you, you, you have a story, you have life, you have people that love you. You are awesome. And I want you to see that and you should start claiming that because you are. It is not selfish to think highly of yourself. It is not cocky or overconfident to love yourself and think highly of yourself, right? And I think this is something I struggled with as a woman, you know, we're taught to be very humble, to think of other people, kind of put other people first. And sometimes as a byproduct of that, we tend to put ourselves on the back burner. So this really falls into how we view ourselves and the relationship we have with ourselves. And a lot of that has to do with feeling maybe a little bit off if we started speaking so highly of ourselves because it's like, whoa, you know, I'm supposed to put other people first. And so if I start speaking highly of myself and I say I'm cool and I'm unique and I'm awesome and I'm one of a kind, what does that mean about other people? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. You just need to start speaking more positively about yourself today. Decide that you're going to because again, you are, you are awesome. You're amazing. This can start with affirmations. We've talked about those. You know, this is something I have my clients start with and they start noticing results within just a couple weeks of their self awareness, the way that they speak about themselves. And they start really resonating with their affirmations just from repetition and picking things that actually feel in alignment with them. And once you've done this, once you've worked on the way you speak about yourself and you address, like if you catch yourself speaking negatively, call yourself out, hang on a second, that's not me. I don't actually speak that way. That's an old habit that I'm breaking. And let me reaffirm using this opposite thought or how you actually want to see and view yourself. And then, you know, when you do find yourself comparing, like I said, it still happens to me, right? Like deep down, I am confident. I do not do this on a daily basis by any means, it's like I used to. I do not let it consume me. But there are times where, you know, I'm in a room full of people and, you know, people are maybe doing a little bit more than me. Maybe they're more successful than me. And that gets to me. Yeah, I, I compare myself a little bit, but then I catch myself. And at this point, because I've worked on my language, I'm resilient enough to take action. So whatever that means, right? Like something that used to get me down about a year ago was I'd get on TikTok and I don't know what comes up on your feed. I was just on TikTok for the funny videos, but sometimes every once in a while I'd get these videos of, you know, 
women and they'd be like transformation so they would you know look really messy and like they just woke up and then like transform to like full makeup beautiful absolutely great or just like just really beautiful women you know like women are beautiful creatures so there were a lot of beautiful women on there and to be completely vulnerable here I was feeling bad about myself because you know I enjoy the way I look I think I am pretty but also I'm average you know, I'm an average person so at times when I saw people on TikTok and who knows what's really behind that you know there's filters and all these things that I felt were above me in beauty or you know extremely beautiful and almost looked perfect where like I started kind of feeling insecure about certain aspects of myself I deleted the app I didn't even care I didn't want to see that it made me feel really bad and I chose myself over the pleasure I got from watching videos or the addiction I got from TikTok because my own relationship with myself and my confidence is more important to me than seeing whatever I'm missing out on on TikTok, right? And that's a decision I made for myself because I have that relationship with myself to end that because I'm not going to deal with it and I would rather put my relationship with myself over whatever pleasure I get from the other side of TikTok where I do just have fun and I do laugh and I do share videos with my friends. That, that was fine with me. Or I've unfollowed people if they've made me feel a certain way. Nothing against them. It was my own fault. It was my own fault for feeling that way. And I took responsibility for that. And I just kind of removed them from my line of sight. Or if I start seeing somebody in person or there is an opportunity where maybe I am not going to control it or I'm kind of like, hey, this is ridiculous. Why are you thinking that way? I will catch myself and I will talk to myself like, dude, chill. You're totally fine. You're this, that, you know, kind of talk myself up and leave room for both people to be successful. Like just because somebody else is successful or beautiful or has these qualities that maybe I desire or feel maybe I lack in, doesn't mean I truly lack in them and doesn't mean I can't attain them. And there's room for both of us to be absolutely freaking gorgeous because we all are. We're all hot. We're all sexy. We're all great, right? We all are, right? And just because somebody seems more successful on the outside, first of all, I have no idea how long they've actually been working to get there. I have no idea what's gone on in the back end. I also have the exact same opportunity and room to be as successful as them while they're while they maintain their success right there's so much abundance in this world and i started realizing this when i worked on my language with myself i hope i didn't derail or digress too much on that on that topic and it was a little bit vulnerable for me to share but i just want you to understand that we're all human and again on the other side of this podcast it can seem a lot of like oh well She's just that way because she's naturally confident. No, I've worked on this and I still struggle with my confidence. I still struggle with how I show up in group settings sometimes or around other people, especially if I feel like those people are above me in some kind of way. So I want to share that experience with you so you can understand that this is truly something that can be worked on and something that you can develop and something that you can continuously grow upon and continue to use. So like I said, just become aware of how special you are. You are awesome. You are amazing. You are one of a kind. Start speaking to yourself like that. Become more aware of your words. If you wouldn't say that to a friend, why the hell are you saying it to yourself? If you wouldn't tell your friend that she looked ugly today, why the hell are you saying that to yourself? Like why? You should never ever say that. Like those words should not come out of your mouth, right? Become aware of those words. Start saying things that you truly mean. And if you truly feel that way, ask yourself why. Why do you feel that way? Because quote unquote, you shouldn't. And I hate to use that word. I don't like to use the word that you shouldn't or you should, but really you shouldn't. You should not feel that way. You don't have to feel that way. That's probably a better word to use. You don't have to feel that way by any means. So start saying things you truly mean. Start rewiring your brain, changing your language, 
Stop saying things because you feel like you want attention. And I mean that with love, right? Again, I've done this before. I'm calling myself out, you know, I've done that in the past. So stop saying things just for attention or because you feel a lack in some sort of way and you want to make up for it. Stop saying things that just are not benefiting you, are not helping you. Like just decide today that you're going to stop doing that. Now, all this takes practice. This mindset stuff takes practice. We've talked about that. But you owe it to yourself to create a better life. And it starts with self-awareness. So as you reflect on this year, maybe you didn't accomplish everything that you set out to do. Maybe you have the urge to kind of give up on growing because there are so many distractions for the rest of this year. But honestly, I challenge you to pick one more thing you can work on. And I really think that being impeccable with your word is going to be a great place to start. And because there is so much opportunity at the end of these couple weeks of communication because of the holidays and reflection on goals, this is a strategy that you can put into place right now and make the most out of what is left in 2023. Because you'll be around other people, so you can practice speaking, you can practice your language, you can practice your comparison if you tend to compare yourself to the people that you'll be around this weekend. You can practice reflecting on your goals with this language because that's probably what's going to happen anyway. We're going to set some goals. So this is a perfect time to start this. This is not a time to sit back and relax and let the chaos take over. Start catching your mindset now. Start catching your language now. Start catching your words now. And as you go into the new year, you're going to be speaking better about yourself, about others, actually setting realistic goals and you're going to feel that optimism instead of doubt you're going to feel like you have control over your situation and you're only going to grow and you're only going to be farther ahead than you would if you wait until next year I really hope that you got some benefit from this episode I know I kind of digressed here at the end but I, I wanted to hit home on some personal things and truly share with you how it feels to go through these changes and understand that it's not black and white you're not going to feel crappy about yourself one day and then all of a sudden you've worked on your language and now you're confident every day and nothing bothers you i'm sure there are places to go and we can get really close to that but we're human and we're going to have struggles and we're going to have doubts and we're going to have insecurities and feelings but how can we overcome those and how can we address them so that way every single time a new insecurity comes up we address it and get over it a lot quicker than maybe we would have in the past. And a lot of that starts with showing up for ourselves, sticking to what we say we're going to do, and actually catching our language and being more aware of what we're saying and how we're saying it. Like I said, I really hope that you found this episode helpful. And if you could do me a huge favor and share this with somebody that you think would benefit from this episode just as much as you did, it would mean the absolute world to me. I always appreciate you tuning in. Start working on your language. We're going to do this together. We're going to grow with what we have left of the year. I'm so freaking proud of you. Remember, you're unique. You're special. You're amazing. You're awesome. You are one of a kind and start treating yourself like that. Have a wonderful freaking week, y'all, and we will chat next week. Actually, next Monday will be Christmas. I'll still be dropping an episode for you to listen to that week, and we'll kind of keep this mindset thing going as we wrap up the year, but I appreciate you listening so much. I hope y'all have a wonderful week, and we will chat next Monday. Bye.